0: The Citroën trailed us at some distance, discreetly, we assumed, since we saw it only occasionally out of the corner of an eye as we turned into a building or left one. This routine continued for a week, with little result except that our feet got sore and our cash reserves got replenished. Intellectuals really liked hashish, as did some of the bohemians of the Union, who were not such good, law-abiding natives or children of natives that they did not like to get high. And some even bought the remedy, which seemed to them, in all its fine whiteness, rather chic. Selling the goods doesn't offend you, we asked Bon, uh, late one night at our new apartment. We were drinking cognac the way we sometimes did, using a teapot as our decanter, and serving the cognac in thimble-sized teacups. Poor Bon loved cognac and saw no contradiction between imbibing that glorious liquid and saying, The French got rich by stealing from us, right? All right. And then they tried to turn us French. They were worse than the Americans. The Americans betrayed us, but at least they didn't try to turn us into Americans. They never stole anything from us. They just wanted to sell us things. So here I'm happy to sell the French some things. They owe us. We doubted that the French understood our mutual history in that manner, except for the part about turning us French. After all, even as we criticized the French, were we not drinking their cognac? Oh, quelle contradiction! We continued to reacquaint ourselves with French perspectives at our morning language classes. We took dictation from the teacher with pleasure, and felt once again the thrill of being called on in class, the chance of this little success or failure. On our own time, with the aid of a dictionary, we read Caesar's A Tempest, a rewriting of Shakespeare's The Tempest from Caliban's perspective. Caesar gave back to Caliban, a black slave, the voice he always had, strong enough to say what every colonized person has wanted to say to his colonizer, in this case Prospero. I hate you. Prospero's response was self-serving. I have tried to save you, above all, from yourself. There, the civilizing mission, and then I shall set aside my indulgent nature, and henceforth I will answer your violence with violence. There, the canons of civilization. And blaming the colonized for a situation the colonizer created, Césaire's vision was like Fanon's in The Wretched of the Earth, where the violence of the colonizer begot the violence of the colonized. Perhaps that was the only way to get rid of the colonizer, but where did it leave the colonized, infected with the parting gift of the colonizer, the venereal disease of hatred? The triumphant among the formerly colonized would turn this hatred of the colonizer into a barely disguised self-hatred for letting themselves be colonized for so long. They would not take out their safe hatred on themselves, they would take it out on the rest of the formerly colonized, who were not so violent as the victorious. The only solution to this revolution was therefore another revolution, one to which we were committed, but whose shape we could not articulate, which was fitting, since our place in this allegory was that of Ariel, the mulatto slave of ambiguous loyalty, neither black nor white, a position of weakness that might yet be of some strength if Ariot could finally say something of substance, not having been given much to say by either Shakespeare or Césaire. We took unknown words from Césaire, Fanon, and others, composed flashcards in French vocabulary, and turned learning into a drinking game, with Bond drilling us at night, and us being forced to take a shot of cognac, for every word we missed—